you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com, thechrisvossshow.com. Hey, we're coming here with another great podcast. We certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to give us a like, subscribe to us on youtube.com, forward slash Chris Voss, hit the bell notification button. Also, go to goodreads.com, forward slash Chris Voss. You see all the books we're reviewing and authors are speaking to. Also, go to all of our different groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all the accounts over there and everything that we do. You can find the Chris Voss Show pretty much everywhere and myself as well. Today, we'll be talking to John Storm. He is the president of JL&S Enterprises Incorporated and the director of operations at Lumineer Distributing LLC UV Distributors. And this episode is brought to you by a sponsor, ifi-audio.com and their micro IDSD signature. It's a top of the range desktop transportable DAC and headphone app that will supercharge your headphones. It has two brown burr DAC chips in it and will decode high-res audio and MQA files. We're using it in the studio right now. I've loved my experience with it so far. It just makes everything sound so much more richer and better and takes things to the next level. IFI Audio is an award-winning audio tech company with one aim in mind, to improve your music enjoyment of quality sound, eradicate noise, distortion, and hiss from your listening experience. Check out their new incredible lineup of DACs and audio enhancement devices at ifi-audio.com. Welcome to the show, John. How are you? Great, Chris. Thanks for having me. Good. Thanks for coming on. What are we going to be talking about today with who, who you are and what you do? A uh, quick background on me is uh, I spent 30 years in the fire service. I retired in 2020, about the time the pandemic hit. Got involved in UV because a peer of mine from Illinois called and said, hey, there's a company here. They're trying to give us UV for the fire stations and police stations in their community to protect from the spread of the coronavirus and just wanted me to put eyes on it and get my opinion. And when I did, I I was like, holy crap, like this can literally help everybody. Awesome. Not an exaggeration. So give us your dot-coms or plugs or where people can find you on the interweb to learn more about your guys' company and what you guys are doing. Yeah, it's you can find us at www.luminaire.com. Distributing.com. And if anybody wants to get a hold of me afterwards, you can. My email address is John Storm, J O H N S T O R M 9493 at gmail.com. And if you want to talk to me, 847 309 9403 is my direct cell phone number. Love to there talk. There you go. There you go. Well, I think I cut you off at the end there. Did, I, did we get all that in? I, yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys specialize in UV C. Lighting that can help that can help people. Let's talk about what that is, and and then this is also for residential and business to business. Is that correct? Sales that you do? Correct. Yes, we do. We do both commercial business, a residential. And the short version of this is, when I got involved with this, the, again, the pandemic was at its highest, but it opened my eyes up to a lot of things in business and your home which is the quality of the air you're breathing, whether it's at home or at work or whatever. And for business owners, think about, again, beyond the pandemic, 
is how many days lost you have from people spreading flus, common colds, there's bacteria, there's molds and everything. And uh, not a lot of people know about it, but UV kills all of that. The, the units we deal with uh, have been tested against 1,300 um, viruses, bacteria, mold, and have killed or inactivated all 1,300, including uh, they got a third-party test against the SARS-CoV-2, the actual COVID-19 strain. They killed it on contact with their units. It's pretty impressive. It's the best-kept secret out there, and that's one of the reasons I came on. I want to come on and share with everybody on your show that follows you is it, it's, it, it eliminates the human element, which is wearing masks, not wearing masks, getting vaccinated, not getting vaccinated, stuff like that. It's proven. It's been used since 1910 to purify water worldwide. So it's just a different application for UV. Yeah, I actually see the UV-C lighting when I'm when I I go to the store and I get the water from the uh, water uh, the reverse osmosis machines. You pay the money for that, and uh, I'll see they have UV-C lights hitting the water so it leaves the it leaves the unit and all that good stuff. And then we've on the Chris Voss show we reviewed a number of UVC UV-C lighting units like vacuums and different things like this. And a lot of people don't realize that yeah, it kills stuff like the coronavirus. It can be used in to kill airborne viruses or viruses in the ground. We've got some vacuums that we use that that uh, here at the house that do all that and stuff. So tell us more and how this works and how what you guys are trying to get companies and consumers to do with your guys' products. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the down and dirty version of how UV works is basically a virus is already a dead organism, but it does have DNA. And everybody's mm-hmm. seen a rendition over the past 15 months of the spikes or the little flowers. Those are the proteins. So what happens is the virus gets inside of you and then acts like a Xerox machine. So for a great analogy I always love to use is picture the virus as a piece of paper. You're the Xerox machine. It lands on there and then it just hits auto print and Mm -hmm. it just keeps replicating until you become sick. The UV, what it does is it penetrates the cell and it breaks the DNA chain. So it would be the equivalent of unplugging the Xerox machine. Once it's inside, if it can't replicate, it's harmless. Since bacteria and molds are living organisms, when it breaks the DNA chain, it actually kills those. But so basically that's how that works. It's got nothing to do with antibodies or anything like that. It's just, it's proven science. That's how it, that's how it works. So what we're trying to get people to understand, and finally the CDC and the WHO as of about two months ago, put out something about, they finally acknowledged that most pathogen spreads, especially the coronavirus, is through the air. Most people, as you're sitting in, you know, wherever you're at, it's probably 75 degrees. And as we talk, anything coming out of our mouth is going up because it's 98.6. The units we have got patented because they have a fan. So the idea is as the pathogens, as thermodynamics are already going to work, the fan grabs the air with the pathogens in it, pulls it up to the upper level. The UV we sell is upper wall or ceiling mounted. Once it gets into that UV range, it kills it or inactivates is the official word, like basically on contact. And it also does surfaces secondarily. So that's how it works. The units we have, you mentioned there's a lot of units on the market. The UV industry is unregulated, which causes a little bit of problems because there's no set standards on testing. Our units are patented, says they've been UL tested. The FDA's actually authorized them to be sold. Same authorization as the, all the vaccines currently. 
just meaning that there's no not two years of data yet. CDC recommends it, and ASHRAE, which is the uh, standard group for the, the heating and air conditioning industry. And we got multiple tests, you know, three-year University of Arizona test, and we just did an independent lab test against the SARS-CoV-2, the COVID-19 strain, and that's where they got the basically kills it in a second. So what products do you guys offer on the market that consumers and businesses can use to take in and fight the, the coronavirus and all these different other things like mold and allergens and things to get them out of the air? Yeah, the, the best one for residential, actually, my parents were just here where I live in Arizona and they went home with a unit because my dad's got horrible allergies. So we have the ones that go in your air, HVAC system at home so you don't even see it. And it runs 24-7, 365, sanitizing your air as it's cycling through your HVAC. It kills everything. We've got it. We had a company here in Phoenix bought two of them, and they wiped out all the mold. It was a risk management company. They did their own testing, unbeknownst to us, and they came up with a big fat zero on mold after using these things. And for commercial or business, we have units that go into the big HVAC systems for any kind of office building or industri- industrial building or whatever. But they also have, and those are great, but what you really want to do is you want to eradicate these things at the source. And the source is where people are. So picture a, a typical office where everybody's together in a meeting room. We have a unit that we have units that cover up to a thousand square feet. So the meeting room, say it's 600 square feet. We have a unit that you can plop up on the ceiling. And again, they're all five-year warranty. They all have been tested to run 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and these can help people breathe better. My mom suffers from allergens. There's mold. There's uh, God, there's a million things. There's dust mite. Mm-hmm. At one point I was getting really bad. I forget what it's called. It's a skin condition where it feels like your skin's really dry and it starts to get flaky and stuff. Or like eczema and stuff. Yeah. Eczema. Yeah. I was getting really bad eczema and my doctor said, you should probably change your sheets more often and you should probably shower, make sure you wash that area with soap really well every night, but it's probably stuff you're picking up from the the poop of the dust mites and that are in your bed, the bed mites. And I was like, okay, dude, yeah. I'll try that. And I did, and it worked. And so that's clearly the problem that I was taking having. And right. So- and, and what, Chris, the other thing we run across a lot is people talk about filtration because they, they've heard from, you know, certain government agencies that HEPA filters are great and they are great. They work fantastic. Two drawbacks to filters though. One is they don't kill anything. All they do is capture it. And then the minute you've got to change that filter, you stand a very good chance of redistributing that stuff into the air. The second thing is the thicker the, the filtration, the better it is, but it's also the harder on your HVAC system because it's got to force air through a thick filter. They recommend MERV 13s, which are fantastic filters, but you need like a jet engine to blow air through there so it'll actually out your vents. So our thing always is to, to kill the problem. Don't capture it. Don't redirect it. Don't do, you know, if you can kill the problem goes away. And like you said, beyond COVID, it's flus and colds and bacterial infection. People have nose and ear infections and stuff. That stuff all gets into the air along with the allergens and stuff. And this takes care of all that. Like I said, over 1300 they've tested against. Mm-hmm. 
And so you guys have all these different products people can use. They can put them on their air vents. Uh, they can put them in all sorts of different places. Really important for commercial things, I think, for commercial applications because you want, you've got some pictures that you sent me of whether you're using conference rooms and offices. You want to have it so that people can be safer. It cleans the air. There's one unit. Is this your guys' unit that looks like it mounts to the like an office duct system at the very top that you normally see the ducts in your office? Yeah, they, they're ceiling mounted. The ones at the ceiling, uh, they mm-hmm. go between the ducts. They're two by mm-hmm. two, so they fit in like a drop ceiling. And those cover up to a thousand square feet. School, oh, wow. Schools is another great Thing yeah. because they're, it's tenuous throughout the United States with parents not sure if they want to send their kids back, teachers not sure. Then the vaccine gets involved. Should you, shouldn't you? We put them in a bunch of school districts. Actually, a couple in Michigan were the first ones. And you don't have to get crazy because, again, it's where everybody gets together. So like a high school, the high school I went to, if you can put them in the hallways where all the lockers are, so in between classes, that's where all the kids come together cafeteria, maybe the gymnasium, you can actually stick it in the HVAC unit for that. Basically, you have the whole school covered because the classrooms, they're able to distance a little better and just use regular air exchanges there. But if you can do it where all those people come together, that's where the spread is. The other Mm -hmm. stuff you can mitigate. And they've reported great, great results because unbeknownst to me, I didn't know, but every time a kid misses school, they lose an average of $50 in funding a year. So if you, yeah. have, a, if you have a thousand kids in the school, if you can save each kid one sick day for the year, it more than makes up for the initial investment you're putting in, actually probably two to one. So, And that's, that, that's so important because we, like here in Utah, they have more kids per capita than elsewhere. And these schools turn into breeding grounds. And I remember when I used to live here back in the day, I would get a cold in December that was like the Chinese virus flu or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the COVID part, but it would be like a, some strain they called the, the Russian Chinese, some sort of strain of just flu. And you get that in a kind of certain way about it that you would experience that cold and you would beat it. And then later on the year, like January, February, you get that same one again. You're like, this is that same one. I thought I already beat this, but it would be worse. Like it mm-hmm. would just be like amplified. And you realize what's happening in Utah was everyone's sending their kids to school and these schools are just like these virus library databases petri dishes and so then they just they just go around they share and they come back and it's like bees bringing back and then then eventually your kid comes home and then you got the next the next variant of it's like what i learned was a virus they've been around for billions of years because their only job is to survive and the way they do that is they just they mutate so Mm -hmm. we're going to keep getting different mutations, and we can't believe that we're going to keep chasing it with vaccines. If you could eradicate a a virus with a vaccine, there should be no flus ever. There should be no cold. But the reason is because they mutate. They just mutate enough to make themselves coming around again. You kill it. You bring up a good point because even with businesses, the worst thing I used to hate being CEO was having my employees sick. I used to hate it. We used to have to work really hard. We used to have a, used to have a 50 seat dialer. that was an auto dialer for telemarketing. And I remember every night my vice president would have to, he'd get in the far 
end of the office and he'd have two things of Lysol <laughs> and he'd just walk out, just spraying, just basically bombing the whole, the whole telemarking area. Cause the telemarkers would sit in pretty close proximity to each other. They just have a little booth where there's a computer and they can sit and call cause they're there for three hours. And, and he'd literally just walk out of the office, spraying the things, go out the door and then close it for the night. And <laughs> they'll work it out in the morning. But yeah, the, the problem is you get one employee sick. And it's bad enough when they're off. But then if that employee infects three or four other employees, then you have some real problems. And like with our telemarketing unit, if we had one person get sick and they came to work sick, we have to make a real big deal. Don't come to work sick. They could take out five to 10 people. Yeah, they could take them out. And then your business is, oh my God, what are you going to do this? I, my business run mostly of our income by salesmen. And man, if you had your best top salespeople, because you run off the 80-20 rule. So 20%, maybe 5% of your people are the best and they make you the most money. Those guys get sick. You're screwed. Yeah. And so as a business, this makes a lot of sense. Not only from the fact that your employees won't die of COVID, also that they won't get sick. I've worked with people in office complexes that they have severe allergy problems. I remember there was one guy I worked with who had, I think, an autoimmune disease or something where we had to say, basically, you couldn't wear wear perfumes to work Mm -hmm. because no matter where she was in this large building, she would somehow sense perfumes. Uh, And finally, it just got so bad, we had to send her home uh, and work from home. But there's a lot of people that are susceptible to this. and, And I think it probably has to do maybe sometimes with the employee's motivation or how they feel. Cause if they don't feel good, you're screwed. They're right. not going to work good. So you definitely want to look out for your employees thing. So I think it's really brilliant from that aspect of it. Planes should have it. Schools should have it. Offices should have it, especially now and in the future. Who knows what the next variant's going to be? I've been reading about some of the crazy variants. I've been mm-hmm. reading around the thing and this thing kills it just on contact uh, or yeah. coming within shot of the lens. The company did their research and mm-hmm. the, the optimal, and trust me, I'm talking way out of my league here. The optimal nanometer, so the wavelength is 254 nanometers. That, So if it's at that dosage, it'll kill it on contact because yeah. of the, the penetration thing. You mentioned something about the perfume. MIT just did a study within the last two months about they, they were studying the pathogen spread, the coronavirus spread in enclosed buildings. Because remember when they reopened and clubs opened and bars, and then suddenly they had all these super spreader events and stuff. And MIT did a study. And what they said was, it doesn't matter. Social distancing doesn't matter because it's aerosolized. And once it gets in the HVAC system, whether you're six feet away or 60 feet away, that air is going to cycle. The perfume example you gave is perfect because you could be in one corner of the room and if it's cycling that same air, you could be in the other corner of the room and smell it. It's why they did away with smoking in aircraft because even the smoking was in the back, you could still smell it in the front because it's still cycling or recirculating that, that same air or a lot of that same air. So that's why they're like, this doesn't work. You have to eradicate it. And yeah, and bars, it always broke my heart around here because bars and restaurants, you'd see a few tables so sparse and then there'd be two bar stools and then nothing and then two more. And I'm like, wouldn't you guys like to, even if you could bring back half of that because you're protecting the people there, you can't protect them. Like you said, the workers, if they get it outside of work, you can't protect that. But what you can protect is the spread within the, the your business. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great investment. 
So what's the best way for people to learn more about what you guys do and how you do it and go about ordering products and things of that nature? Best way to be is to contact me with the uh, through either my email address or give me a phone call because either one of the products that you can't just go on Amazon and go, oh, I need one of those. You need to be educated and we need to know like what you're looking for because we want to give you I'm not a huge sales guy. Trust me. I don't want to sell people stuff they don't need, but we want to make people safe. That's what I've been doing for 30 years. And let's figure out what's the best way to do it. And again, what's the return on investment? It's health. It's getting things back to normal, which is what everybody and their brother wants. And you can take, you, you can be proactive and take control of your own destiny, really. Yeah, it's the other thing they should, the reason they need to contact you is because the square footage matters. The difference mm-hmm. between a 2,000 square foot open air office and what it needs to make sure and filter the air in multiple different places, I would imagine, is going to be really different than a 10 by 10 bedroom yeah. uh, house. And you've got to, you've got to make sure that you get the application or the device that's right for the application. Because if you go in with that whole one size fits all thing, it doesn't work because you're not going to get, you, the proprietary measuring is what we tout, which is what we're proud of because we want you to have the maximum effectiveness. I'll give you one quick testimonial per se. Is I had a family member that was going through some uh, radiation therapy last summer and was, was concerned uh, about being vulnerable to, the, to getting the coronavirus. So we put two HVAC units because they had two HVAC. We bought two of the, the units that go into the air conditioners. Their daughter came back got COVID at a friend's house, brought mm. it back. There's six people that lived in the house. Not one of those other people got Holy it. Crap. And, they were, and then it, it gets better. They had a second one that got it on a camping trip or something, brought it home. Again, none of the other five people in the house got it. So the stuff works. Like it's legit. They had some black mold problems. That was gone. It's, it's legit. Wow. Black mold is a real issue, especially up here in Utah and stuff because it's mm-hmm. so moist. And the so that's a really big issue because that stuff can make you sick. I think I had an uncle in Arizona whose house had gotten black mold that he was renting and it made him really sick before he figured yeah, out what was going The mold will grow inside your body if you don't if you don't take care of it. So. Holy crap. Yeah, that's not good. The But yeah, that's really amazing because that's how a lot of people died with coronavirus and their families sick. One person brought it home, and I had friends that happened to. One person brought it home, and then the whole family got it. And then, sadly, there were many times where sometimes more than one um, loved one passed away from it. This is a big deal. And I, we had a molecular biologist who was on the show who actually is is his book. We're just publishing this now and editing it. I should, probably should give it a plug. But he wrote the book, Modern Epidemics from the Spanish Flu to COVID-19, Salvador Masip. So I'll give him a plug since we're mentioning him. But he actually, I was talking to him, and he's this is still two to three years we're going to be in this crisis where we're going to have COVID running around. We're going to have outbreaks. We're still going to have problems. So this is important for people that are listening and people like what you, with what you're doing is this isn't over anytime soon. 
This nope. is in two to three year. And he said, even that's if not, we get any crazy variants. Because the problem is we it's a worldwide epidemic. India can have some sort of crazy variant. I just heard about a crazy one from Vietnam that's highly contagious, like super mm-hmm. contagious. He was telling me, he goes, we're really lucky this wasn't a killer sort of thing like Ebola at the, the level of oh, how Ebola kills, where you have, a, I think, a 50 percent survival rate but he he was he basically told us on the show that we're publishing today he said this is two to three years before this is over because all as as interconnected as we are and we're far more interconnected than we were during the 1918 pandemic just this stuff can just spread through planes and and everything else and move around Mm -hmm. the globe and and he's there'll still be outbreaks even here in america there'll be like some outbreak you'll see like a whole little pocket of it. The variants can make it worse. And so we're at least two to three years out. So this is important that companies and and schools and governments invest in this stuff, I think. Oh, absolutely. And we, again, it's, it goes back to the killing of the problem, not ban. So we've had a couple of things the last couple of weeks, the New York Yankees, they had eight or nine guys that got, you know, they've been fully vaccinated and they got it. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, the vaccines are to keep people from ending up in the ICU, which they've been doing a pretty good job of. It doesn't prevent the spread or becoming infected again. Nursing homes is another one we're really targeting because there was a one in Kentucky, I think, where they had the whole population of the nursing home was vaccinated. Worker that was not came in and spread everybody that had the vaccine or or 90% of them were reinfected. So again, there's another place where you can put some of this stuff in and take care of those problems because it's never going to be back to normal. We've had 10 pandemics in the last <laughs> 20 years. If you think about bird flu, swine flu, Ebola, HIV, you name it, we've had it. So the, like you said, it, it's not going to go away. It's just going to change form and change name. Yeah. So how do you get rid of it? Yeah. I wish yeah. they'd had this back in my day because in Utah, we had so many problems. Just every winter was a nightmare of sickness and mm-hmm disease and everybody getting sick and all my employees and time off and then it, it spreads to the whole office and then bob's got it and then joe's got it and mark's got it and you're just like geez we lost like a whole month of revenue almost from going going around the whole office thing and and like i said the telemarketing units oh my gosh that's yeah, yeah. and I, and that lysol doesn't do much it just basically falls yeah because it's a, it, it's, lysol is basically a surface so the, the best thing on the sprays and the foggers, because there's a lot of people that use those, mm-hmm. uh, the best analogy I, I heard was picture a bee as, as a pathogen, a virus or a bacteria. So bees flying around, you spray it with water, which would be the equivalent of fogging it, or the bee will land on the table. You still don't want to pick the bee up because you can still get stung by it. What mm-hmm. you want to do is kill it. So that that's the best analogy I can use for those foggers and stuff because they bring them down and they can, but a lot of pathogens can live for a, quite a while on surfaces unless you kill them. So it, it's back to that. It's the, the masks and all the other stuff. And you mentioned about spread. That's why I got into this back in whatever March of last year is because ambulance crew would get a patient that had COVID, they would get it and then they would spread it. So pretty soon that whole station is gone for two weeks because they got to mm-hmm. be quarantined and they're sick. Mm-hmm. That, depending on where you are in the U.S., that's a $1,000 a guy for basically five days because they would lose five shift days. So yeah. and if you got a station of five guys, do the math. It's incredible. It's crazy the stuff that's out there and, and everything else. As we go out, anything that we haven't talked about or touched on? No, I just, it's more like an education thing uh, mm-hmm. of just 
letting people know there are other things out there that, again, take out the human element, whether you want to wear a mask, not wear a mask, get vaccinated, not all, all that stuff. And business owners and homeowners, like, take it upon yourself, be proactive. I think a lot of our, just our country in general is, is very reactionary. We're waiting for people to tell us what we should do or stuff like that. And this is mm-hmm. a thing where you can be proactive and, and take care of it yourself. Uh, Most definitely. Yeah. This is really important stuff. So uh, everyone can check it out. Give us your plugs so people can look it up on the interwebs. Yeah. It's uh, if you want to look up some of our, the units that we're selling, it's www.luminaire, L-U-M-I-N-A-E-R, distributing.com. Okay. Or okay. again, you can email me, johnstorm9493 at Gmail, or give me a call because it's one of those things I love talking to people and educating them. And my number is 847-309-9403. There you go. There you go. Thank you very much, John, for being on the show. We certainly appreciate it. And hopefully people uh, take advantage of a bunch of these products because they do work. We use, like I said, we use them around the house. I've seen them work in a lot of different formats. And uh, yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't, it really should have been, these should have been put in place after bird flu and all that other stuff. The technology seems to be catching up in the demand for it. So yeah, hopefully that this can keep us from future pandemics. So thank you very much for being on the show and spending your time with us today. Yeah, no, thanks, Chris. Hey, and one more thing before I forget is people talk about CDC. They want to be in compliance with CDC. Upper Air UV is on the CDC website. We just don't read past line A on CDC required or guidelines. This is probably line D. But it is under ventilation. You can look it up for yourself, upper air UV. So they do highly recommend it. But again, Chris, thanks for having me on and uh, letting me share my you know stuff with you. And thank you. Thanks, man. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, thanks, my audience, for tuning in. Go to YouTube.com, Forchess Chris Voss. Hit the bell notification button so you can see all the wonderful things we're doing there. Go to Goodreads.com, Forchess Chris Voss. All the groups we have on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all those different places, Instagram. You can uh, go see. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time.